This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora, I'm Ian Turner. Welcome to Garden of Sound, sponsored by The Nephilist. All of the socialising and none of the headaches. Speaking of socialising, The Nephilist will be at the O'Kane's Bay Music Fest January 25th with an alcohol-free bar. So there's even more reason for you to get your tickets for that great event. I'll tell you how later in the show. In the meantime, today's guest is Dusty Hustle. They're a six-piece roots dub reggae rock band from Christchurch. Guitars, bass, vocals, very tight drums, synths, brass make this band a huge crowd pleaser. And pleased crowds they have from New Year's at the Ducks to a headline spot at Kigkura. But with such a diverse sound and members at different stages on their musical journey, will Dusty Hustle be able to keep on track and record that very important first album in 2020? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dusty Hustle on Plains FM 96.9. And a very warm welcome to Nate and Jenny from Dusty Hustle. Now, I'm led to believe that you guys are a sixum, is that correct? So, uh, first of all, tell me, uh, Nate, uh, what are you responsible for in the band? Um, so, I'm the guitarist and lead vocalist guitars lead vocal yep. and jenny you and I are play saxophone. saxophone fantastic okay so the remaining four members who are they and what do they do okay so we've got kieran kalina he's on bass benjamin mckellar he's on trumpet and keys and synth and uh, we've got andy gibbs on drums and we got Kathy Reimer, is that how you say it? Yeah, Reimer. Reimer. Kathy Reimer. Kathy's really new. <laughs> <laughs> She's only played three gigs with us, so yeah. it's okay not to know. Yeah. Uh, so she plays stage. trombone and a bit of percussion, and she also sings. So it's an exceptionally sort of like diverse band. There's lots of multi-instrumentalism going on. Which yeah, is, yeah, totally. Which is exciting. Um, Nate, I want you to just tell me, what's your first memory of music? I grew up in a, um, a Christian household. Um, so I went to church a lot, so my first real memories and what probably led me to first pick up the guitar was the guy that played in the church band, he played guitar, and from a really young age I just sort of adored the guitar and and adored watching him play it and, and that, and, and yeah, just went from there really. So Christian household, what was what was being played at home in uh, terms yeah. of recorded? So my dad, he's a singer as well. He sings, so that's definitely where I get my singing from. Um, my dad doesn't play none of my other... Well, my sister plays a little bit of guitar, and um, my brother actually produces electronic music, so uh, music definitely runs in the blood. Jenny, um, so sax, but I'm led to believe there wasn't a lot of music growing up. Would that be correct? Not, um, not so much. My mum's a big fan of P and Q, which is peace and quiet. <laughs> um, so me and my dad would go for drives in the car and we'd listen to, well, we'd thrash his CDs, actually, and a um, bit of, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I remember the Blues Brothers soundtrack CD coming Fantastic. up that had a lot of brass in it, yep. and I was always a big fan of that one. Um, yeah, and uh, when my little brother came along, he loved music, so we used to put on music for him, and he loved Bob Marley, so we'd put on that CD, and I'd always come home from school and he'd be charging around the house and Bob Marley would be playing. And that So did you win your mum over eventually if it was <laughs> three against one at that stage no, on the music we st- stage? We, we still, you know, if, if we're, 
yeah, if we if we if we're doing stuff like my dad likes to, <laughs> my dad he's going to kill me for saying this. He likes to listen to some music when he's doing his ironing. That's good. And I like to do music when um, or listen to music when I'm in the kitchen and things like that. But yeah. m- most of the time, it's a quiet household. What about um, musical instruction, at least, um, or you know, learning to play an instrument or any? Was there anything sort of encouraged? I had by... some piano lessons very okay. early on, and I was terrified of my teacher. So I remember going to this complete state of freezing up. Um, yeah, I, I just would pretend like I knew what was going on, but I really didn't. Was there a <laughs> theoretical element as well as the practical side? I, I remember a theory book, but I remember forgetting it a lot as well. Yeah. Not bringing it along to lessons. It makes it a little difficult, <laughs> I guess, if, you, if you're not completely into it. What about you, Nate? Uh, when did you sort of pick up uh, guitar for the first time? Um, I picked it up when I was about 10. Mm-hmm. So my um, my grandma actually passed away, and from some of the inheritance money that my parents got, they um, they bought me my first guitar. So what was the impetus? Was it just you know you're talking about it a lot, or they're seeing you gazing adoringly at the uh, yeah? Dad? They always encouraged me to play play the guitar, yeah, yeah for sure, um, and sing obviously. My you know my family never had a lot of money back yeah. in the day, you know, and that so it was just one of those things that they always encouraged me to do it and wanted me to do it, but just couldn't really afford to get me into it, mm-hmm. but. But then that money allowed them to um, get me my first guitar and 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 lessons and lessons. Yeah, okay. they they yeah paid for. A, Do you remember who you studied with first off? Oh, I forget the guy's name actually. Um, what was the experience like? Uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, he's a really really good teacher, and I feel terrible for not remembering <laughs> his name. Um, he's also got uh, two or th- I think two or three sons that are also really really awesome musicians, and are around the place playing. Um, I know his last name is McMurdo. I can't remember his first name, unfortunately. <laughs> but he's an awesome guitarist. That's a, that's a sound name. Yeah. Uh, so what about um, what about school? Uh, any any bands or any groups that you were involved in? Yeah, man. So like, I was homeschooled up until year eight. Okay. So about twelve years of age. Yeah, about, about yep. twelve. Yep. Yeah. So I went entered into school about that time, and I was sort of like I played the guitar, obviously, but there wasn't that. I went to the Rangiora New Life School, so it's a it's a Christian school. They didn't really have a lot in the way of a sort of established band scene, which is school. surprising yeah. because you know worship music is a um you know a big part of the Christian faith. Yeah, for sure, and they did encourage it. I think it was just that they sort of no one in the school was really um, actively playing in a band you mm. know there wasn't a lot of that but when um, when I went into high school man I met some some people that I'm friends with now still and um, basically we just dominated the the music room and the utilized all the music gear they had and stuff and just started a band and we were the only band in the school so is there any yeah. kind of secular music that sort of infiltrated the, uh, the Definitely confines? Definitely when we, when we started yeah, playing and that, they didn't necessarily like discourage. It was more like you had to get the make sure the lyrics had no swearing in it and things like that. Very important. You know, and wasn't um, sort of preaching a bad message or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny, what about you? Tell me about sort of getting to, getting to high school. What was music, what was happening music-wise in your life? Um, well, I was listening to a lot of music, but I was not playing any music. Why is that? You, you're pretty I mean, new to the scene. I, I am. I really am. Um, I've only been playing my saxophone for about four and a half years. That's I, great, yeah. though, four and a half. And yeah. how old are you now? I'm about to turn 26. 26, okay. Yeah, yep, so started after your 20s. <laughs> well, there we go. You know. Gifts. 
<laughs> so you're listening to a lot of music. What was yeah. going on? Um, was there were there bands? Was there any opportunities that I you went didn't? To, I went to Kashmir High School, so there was a lot of music going on, and I think that's why I didn't partake in it because I was not good at music or perceived myself to be that way. So I think I felt kind of you know like leave it to the people who know what they're doing, and I discredited myself, which you know. Do you think that's still happening? I'd like to think no, but maybe it is, yeah. <laughs> where was the where was the impetus? Where was that sort of turning point or that drive to actually, you know, pick up the sax? And why why the sax? Well it wasn't actually the saxophone, it was bagpipes. <laughs> really? Nice. I really wanted to do bagpipe lessons, but at the time I I didn't drive. Okay. So I couldn't get across town to go to my bagpipe lessons. So <laughs> why why the bagpipes? I think my dad's from down south, yeah. and he used to be in pipe bands. And okay. my last name's Burns. Like I just, uh, I just thought it'd be freaking cool. There we go. Um, but I think I just, yeah. Someone suggested saxophone, and I thought, oh, actually, no, I do love that too. Yeah. But as a starting point, because yep. it's also a reed instrument. Yes. And similar fingering, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Funnily enough, Burns Night, um, <laughs> January twenty fifth, I believe. This Burns the Poet? Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> which I believe is the same date for the O'Kane's Bay Music Fest. Ooh, which right. is, there we go. I'm maybe, sure there'll be a wee awesome. drum. Yeah. Terrible Ooh. accent. Um, <laughs> it's time for some music because, you know, we sort of talked enough about the growing up and, and all of that kind of things. And I do ask about influences. Um, and we've gone from sort of bagpipes and we've gone from <laughs> uh, worship music, at least. And I wouldn't sure say worship music's an influence. There you go. <laughs> but starting point I of my think you would life. be surprised. Uh, you guys, you're a, a reggae roots. Um, how else would you describe your sort of genre? Dub. Dub, yep. Yep. Okay. Gender who would you who would your contemporaries be? I mean, uh staples for me would be like Cora, yep. uh Black Seeds, yep. Fat Freddy's, um Oh, who else? Eighteen fourteen, yeah, Catch a Fire. Fantastic, and a whole yeah. lot of New Zealand influences. Anyone yep. from overseas you think that's sort of like influenced Apes. Dusty Hustle? Definitely Bob Marley and the Whalers. Um Why is that? You know, is such a staple sort of Name and and I mean uh, from I I remember even from an early age knowing about Bob Marley you know even when I was still um, a Christian and living um, in that sort of realm yeah. um, you know still remember seeing his his picture and seeing and when I'd go to like the head shops or whatever and stuff like that you know you always see the badges and the and the weed symbols and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. sort of going hand in hand yeah is so there a um is there a Bob track that we could hear right now yeah I think um. I think I shot the sheriff would would be good. Yeah, yeah. I think me and Jenny talked about that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot no deputy. Oh no, oh. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot no deputy.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dusty Hustle on Plains FM 96.9. Okay, I want to talk about uh, first gigs. I'm going to kick off with you, Jenny. First big gig. I went to Bad Manners with my dad and my dad's best friend. Tell me about Bad Manners. Uh, they're a ska band. They've got the brass. They've got that beat. And um, just to see the front guy who's like a 
giant white dude, but still so cool. Yeah. Where did you um where did you see <laughs> them? Actually at the old oh not the old ducks, but the um Ducks Live. Yeah. Before okay. they did Duck Central. Uh huh. So it was after the quakes. I just remember even though I was there with my dad, my dad's best friend. Like we were just all just having such a great time. So did you know anything about them before no, you attended? Not at all. Not at all. I'd heard a little bit of ska music, but yeah. that was more um I guess modern ska, like ska P or like Real Big Fish, that yeah. um, kind okay. of yep. type yeah. of ska. Yep. And this was a lot more grunty, a lot more punky. Yeah. Um, and then I started listening to ska uh-huh. from, you know, the 80s, the 90s kind of thing. And okay. I was like, oh, whole new world. <laughs> Do you feel that's uh, sort of what got you into Dusty Hustle in terms yeah. of that? Yeah, right. definitely. Like, uh, I think there's a lot of crossover between, before Dusty Hustle, I was in a punk band. So now I've gone to the Playing other, sax? Uh, yeah, playing saxophone. Excellent. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'll come back to that. Nate, um, tell me about the first big gig. I definitely went to a few sort of um, Christian things with my family and that that yeah. were quite large, but I think the the first big gig I went to was actually Edgefest. Uh-huh. Probably was, Horncastle Arena. This was Horncastle Arena, yeah, and it was... Standout acts? Um, Something pop Blind Spot. Okay. Yeah, Blind so, Spot, and that was actually one of the biggest circle pits I've still ever seen in my life. Um, in a mosh pit, yeah, that was insane. Uh, Blind Spot, Fast Crew, Scribe, Scribe played. Okay, um, heaps, man. Yeah, just heaps of the staples, eh? And yeah. did that make you want to, you know, do more live music and do crazy stuff? Totally, and, yeah, 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 always. I mean, I was right into playing at that point in a band, and that I just hadn't really, I guess, gotten out to go to gigs and that. Um, but I think I was about fourteen when I went to that. Yeah, so that was definitely a turning point so tell me about the formation of dusty hustle at least um how did the sort of the the core membership because i know you've sort of changed in your ranks somewhat you're an original member yeah Yeah. i actually started the band with the um our old drummer and then kieran came on board just sort of just before he left it was really it started with me and me and um chris our old drummer we just jammed for ages like for about a year just because we both came from a like quite a heavy music background, um, playing post rock and um, like instrumental post rock music, and also metal and punk way back in the day, um, and we were just kind of both at a point where we were like, oh, we're sick of playing this heavy music. We want to play something a bit more light hearted and and sort of thing. So we just jammed, um, yeah, we just jammed for for quite a while. And then we came up with a couple of tracks that we were happy with. And then we were like, oh, maybe we should turn this into something. <laughs> so how did the um, the other members sort of get drawn into this web? So Kieran and Chris used to play together in a band called No Broadcast, uh, which is still a band. Um, and they've changed members as well. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens. Um, we sort of recruited Kieran. Um, he was, we just asked him if he wanted to play bass. And, and he was keen, yeah, so... Tell me about the Christchurch music scene in as much as it feels like there are cliques at least. Um, there are a limited number of venues, um, but in doing research for this show at least, I sort of see a whole lot of band names that I've never seen before in, in Christchurch. So are you are you good mates? Have you noticed that there's sort of like circles that sort of mix with one another or do you feel it's a bit more sort of open and friendly and free? There is some segregation, but... Uh, well definitely with our band like we play some pretty random um 
bills sometimes. Like we and played um, Wreckfest recently. Saw that and it seemed yeah. pretty mm. pretty heavy. And we were welcomed yeah. into that. Like everyone, right. like, you know, I saw a little bit of sarcastic dancing right at the back, but fair enough, you know, like, but everyone in the front was loving it. You know, that was yeah. Yeah. like, and it'll give you nice a break it up. at least physically, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. from the yeah. from the intensity of the, uh, from the other groups. Not to say that, you know, well, no, that's actually what a lot of people said was that that's what they loved about it was just a nice break from the intensity yeah. and then straight back yeah, into it. Yeah, like a refresher almost. And also to hear the horns, I think they really enjoyed that too, which was cool. Absolutely. You can't get away from it. How did you find yourself in the group, Jenny? Our old trombone player. Um, I was in a band with him and then I dropped out of that band. That was the punk band I was talking about earlier. Um, and I think they, they decided to go back to their original sound which was without brass and then Kiefer was playing with Dusty Hustle and I met Ben I did a random one night fill-in for my friend Adam Hadaway with his band Adam Hadaway and the Haunters none of his brass section could come and I was babysitting that night and he was texting me and I was like I wish I could help I'm stuck with children and then did you bring the child with you no no the did parents, you ever get employed again the parents came home I said, I've got to go out. And they, they, they were all excited. They said they wish they could could have come too. But of course, then they didn't have a babysitter because I was leaving. Um, <laughs> I rush onto the stage in my babysitting clothes and start playing along. I know Adam's songs because he's awesome. And Ben was playing. And then after the show, Ben was like, how the heck were you doing that? Because you didn't have any music in front of you. So for somebody <laughs> who didn't really credit themselves, you sound like you're pretty confident. Uh, yeah, I'm a confident person. I just don't think I, I, I'm very aware of the vastness of music and I'm just <laughs> a very, very new, excited child. <laughs> what does Jenny bring to the band that wasn't there before, Nate? New, excited child energy. Energy. <laughs> yeah, definitely energy. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, I'm the gimmicky one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I do ask, it's not all sunshine and rainbows and all of that kind of thing. So have you had any mares when you've been on stage? Were there equipment or punters? Oh, hell yeah, man. All the time. What's your top, what's your top worst case? Could Probably my... Could I do this yeah. one? Yeah. I came to a Dusty Hustle gig... Uh, maybe a month before I joined and these guys had talked to me about joining and I show up to the gig it was pouring down rain outside I start dancing I get a bit warm I take my raincoat off and instantly a guy throws a drink over me and the old dr- I <laughs> lock up part of the band no I lock eyes with because I was up the front dancing run like hey it's my friends up on stage I'm dancing and <laughs> I thought our old drummer was going to like just throw down his sticks and charge the guy. Nate was kind of just like strumming and like grin, grin, grimacing and like, are you okay? Was there any reason for it? Uh, um, I think it was the fact that I'd come in and I was all soaking wet and then I'd taken my raincoat off and I was wearing a white top and they're like, ooh. Okay. Um, <laughs> and what about for you, for you, Nate, apart from that? Um, I actually think the, probably the worst one for me. It would have to be probably actually just the other the other week when we played New Year's at... Um, at Duck Central, mm-hmm. there was some oh, there was just some people dancing around the the the. I had my mic stand on the subs in front of the stage because there was just no room, so we were just tight, real tight, with space, and um, and there were some people dancing around, you know, and they just at one point tipped my mic stand over and it pretty much hit me in the face, and you know, kind of you just I don't know gives you a bit of a shock at, at the time because you're right in the in the song, you know, in the middle of it, and. So, looking back to young Nate and young Jenny and so on, is there anything that you'd uh, say to your young self? Maybe uh, we've just turned thirteen or something like this, and you know we're thinking about music. Any advice you'd you'd give to that younger version of yourself? Uh, don't hesitate. Probably, yeah. 
just just go with it, eh? Yeah. So, I mean, I've I spent um, four or five years running my own um, business doing like sort of trade work, and um, I wish I'd taken that four or five years doing music. Yeah. So, <laughs> even though it was good good times running a business and that, it was tough. And yeah, you know, I wish I'd taken that time and sort of just focused more on one on the one passion. You know. What about you, Jenny? I just wish I'd you know gave myself a bit more credit and discovered it earlier. To be honest, um, I spent a long time stewing about oh, what should I do? What should I do? You know, I've worked hospitality and now I'm a nanny, and I think I've spent way too much energy beating myself up about that. Those are you know jobs, not careers. When I could have, instead of, you know, making negative energy, I could have been making positive energy and be making music and, you know, exploring instruments and interests. And, you know, if I, maybe if I'd done it sooner, I'd be playing bagpipes as well, saxophone. <laughs> that would be <laughs> at the same fantastic. Time. At the same time. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Did you mention how you can... I can I can play two saxophones at the same time. Not well, but... Um, Again, so it's not gimmicky. That's an <laughs> exceptional talent. <laughs> well, I said not well. In so it is a gimmick at this stage. <laughs> In all seriousness, do you feel down the track there will be some element of mentoring in your life, trying to encourage others? I think I'm at the stage where I need a mentor. Um, I'm basically self-taught and I can only play three notes in a row fast. So (laughs) I'm going to reach out and seek lessons this year. Great. Um, But I've I've thought about it. We've got a couple of other music teachers in our band currently. They do that as either a side hustle or a job. And um, yeah, I, I... I work with kids now and yeah, we, we put on, you know, YouTube and get out the pots and pans and spoons and recorders. And so maybe I could take that to another level. That would be cool. It's time for some music. That's a very important part of the show. Uh, I always ask about favorite tracks and I know it's difficult. You know, you guys are a six piece, somewhat transient in membership in the, (laughs) in the past. Um, And you have talked a lot about Kiwi uh, bands and so on. Would there be a New Zealand artist you think we could hear a track from? Yeah, I think uh, pretty collectively um, shared view on a band that we that we love would be Cora. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to go for um, Schoolyard by Cora. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dusty Hustle on Plains FM 96.9. Thanks for being here today. I just want to talk about a sweet little event that's coming up at the end of January. It's the O'Kane's Bay Music Fest. Now it's happening on Saturday, January 25th, and it's a full day of good times and great music with acts like Soaked Oats, obviously Dusty Hustle are going to be there, Emily Fairlight and Reb Fountain. Tickets are a steal at 70 bucks and only 35 if you're aged 13 to 17. 12 and under, you go free. You can get yours right now by visiting tickets.co.nz and searching OKANES. That's D A S H tickets.co.nz. Or you can head to gardenofsound.nz and click on the banner on the front page. Proceeds will be supporting the amazing O'Kane's Bay Māori and Colonial Museum and it'll encourage more music and awesome collaborations across this beautiful part of the world. So get your tickets right now for this event. It's dashtickets.co.nz and search for O'Kane's. That's O-K-A-I-N-S. Or just head to gardenofsound.nz and click on the O'Kane's Bay Music Fest banner. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dusty Hustle on Plains FM 96.9. I want to talk about composition and how you guys come up with your music. You've only got one recorded song at this stage, and that's uh, 26 Hands. Yeah. So just tell me the story behind how that was put together, at least the the writing of the song. That started out as a jam. We were were just like um, me, Kieran and Chris jamming one night. And then we sort of brought uh, Ben in to put some keys and trumpet. I think actually just trumpet at that point because Ben only started playing keys. We added keys at a later date. Um, but yeah, it sort of started out as just a jam that we jammed on for a while and then it just grew from there into a full song, which um, like in terms of our other songs, it's probably about half and half. So half the songs I wrote the basis for right at the beginning when we started the band and then um the other half we sort of written collectively originals wise jenny have you written anything have you written any songs oh the other day when you and andy and kieran sent through a recording of a jam they'd been having we just put it onto the group chat i believe i i played around with it and i sent back a wee recording of what i thought might sound good as a lick Mm -hmm. a sax lick yeah but um just when we're jamming and stuff, I, I'm a, I'm allowed to. Allowed, just I go over say the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of do whatever I feel like and just go over the top. Mm-hmm. I don't because I don't come from any training. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I can feel what I'm doing. Yeah, and often the feel is right. Absolute natural aptitude for it. Uh, we will hear Twenty Six Hands in in just a bit. No studio recordings at this stage, but this evening. We are sitting uh, in Radley Street uh, at a newly, well, soon to be finished, one would one yeah, would hope, definitely. recording studio. So what's the story behind that? About six months ago, me and Kieran, the bass player in the band, um, we were sort of at, at a point where we're like, right, we really need to do some recordings, not just for Dusty Hustle, but um, we had other friends, because uh, Kieran's a audio engineer i do a bit of engineering myself as well um we friends bands wanting to record and stuff we're like um we really need to record dusty hustle but we're looking like at the the money it's going to cost to do some decent recordings and stuff and the time and everything um and then we're like oh 
you know, we're both kind of sick of what we're doing and we want to, our dream is just have our own studio really and, and so we just took the plunge and, um, and, and leased this place here and uh, I've just, just been fitting it out as a studio, yeah, and we're going to run it as a commercial studio and as a business, yeah. So when do you expect to be up and running? So at this stage, um, we're hoping by the latest, the end of February, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. so that's very, very soon. Yeah, very and soon. I imagine you'll have a lot of uh, clientele wanting to come along. Yeah, we've we've been talking with a few people already uh, that are interested. And yeah, there's definitely people hitting us up all the time. Uh, we've got people coming through looking at the place, even as it is now, just sort of checking it out, seeing what it's going to be about and yeah, getting, a, getting a feel for the place. Yeah. Was there a shell already for yeah. it? I see some uh, d- distressed concrete... Yeah, yeah. So this this building, I'm not actually. We're still trying to really figure out what this building used to be. It's it's um obviously it's a commercial property. Um, there's a steel yard like way over the back there, and and way over the back even further is the old Scaler Up factory. We're not really sure. It kind of has got like a scout den vibe to it. We're we're not sure. But we basically when we came in, we done a deal with the um the owner that um we'd gut the place and we just fit it out as we as we needed to for the recording studio yeah so it's fully fully equipped we've got a um we've got a, a decent sized live room we've got a, a vocal booth that is um big enough to fit a drum kit in if we need to um we've got a, a control room and yeah it's gonna be fantastic is there a name for it yet not as yet. Um, the scout den. We're, we're we're leaving that one. We're, we've got a few things on the table, but yeah, um, yeah we we we're, we're not quite decided yet. But yeah. that that'll be um, we'll we'll be launching everything everything very soon. We'll have um, everything up on social media, etc. And um, then we'll be not long after that we'll be um, announcing our launch party. We're going to have a big launch party here. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I think it's time to hear uh, 26 Hands. Cool. Live recording. Where was this recorded? Okay, so this track was recorded at our friend Aaron Caldwell's house. Uh-huh. Um, he's a great artist, actually. I'm just going to give him a wee plug right now. Twitch Art. Um, he. I wish I had my guitar case handy to show you the artwork, but um, he did the artwork on mine and Karen's guitar cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very talented guy. Um, he put on a, a Halloween party uh, a couple years ago as payment to him for doing the paintings on our um, guitar cases and just because he's a good mate and that um, we we said that we'd play his, his party and um, we took in a main sound system in there and set it all up and um, we also recorded the whole thing um, yeah we just got everything sounding really nice so we get a really nice recording out of it and the name 26 hands where does that come from so it's basically the measurement for horses is hands yes and um but normally it's about 16 or so i mean that's a standard sort yeah of so horse, 26 hands is a big horse yeah um so it was always the running <laughs> <laughs> the the rest of the the guys sort of gave me this nickname a while back it doesn't really get used or hasn't really stuck but they used to call me horse yes and so um and so, yeah, our old drummer, he, he was, he, I think he came up with it. He just said, 26 hands, it's a big horse. Yeah. <laughs> and then the actual full name of the song is 26 hands of equine intensity. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So 26 hands of equine intensity. Yeah.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dusty Hustle. Well, at least two members of Dusty Hustle on Plains FM 96.9. What's coming up, Jenny? In terms of the band and gigs and, you know, plans and all of that kind of thing. Very, very soon we're playing at the O'Kane's Bay Festival. Very excited for that one. Now this is on the 25th. Yes. How did you guys uh, get invited to uh, to play at the gig, Nate? Um, Elena saw us at Feastock last year. And she's running the festival, isn't yeah, she? So yeah, so Elena, yeah, Elena's running the festival. Um, so she she just sent us a Facebook message, basically, just saying that she's seen us at Feastock and that she was um, basically putting together this festival out in O'Kane's Bay. And, and O'Kane's Bay, for me, is, uh, I love O'Kane's Bay. Um, been out, spent a bit of time out there, quite a bit of time mm. over the years. And um, so I was, I was right into it right from the, the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. Post the 25th, uh, anything else around the country that you guys will be uh, turning up at? Uh, so we've got Keg Cora. Keg Cora. Yeah. Tell me more about Keg Cora. S- Super excited for Keg Cora. Yeah. yeah, I'll let Jenny I'll let <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell you. Tell us about it, Jenny. Um, I love Keg Cora, and <laughs> Keg Cora is, I think, the South Island's best beer festival. I might have even said earlier New Zealand's best beer festival. It's just um, five local Kai Cora breweries, um, and it's just small, intimate, Usually sunny, but with the summer, who knows? <laughs> um, and just a great time. And you guys are the uh, are the headline act. How, are you excited about it? Yeah, totally. I'm fizzing. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Amped. Oh, that's cool. It's great to go along as a punter and then go along as a uh, performer. Yeah. I and imagine. Playing Kid Cora during the day, and then we're actually playing at the Strawberry Tree the same night. So. Oh, wow. It's okay. going to be a huge day. Yeah. So, so you'll, you know, you'll just have to, you know, keep it all in check, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah, is, is yeah no, it's, it's going to be a big day, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a big party, yeah. Beside the nannying and the running the recording studio and that kind of thing, what are the what are the plans? Is there a three five year plan for Dusty Hustle? Straight off the top of my head, I mean, I've I, I want to book us on like we're, we're going to book a tour very soon. Um, well, we're actually in the process of booking that now, um, but obviously, record an album. Um, so that's probably first on the priority list mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, we're sort of starting to try and book the tour for next year. Um, so we're a year ahead of ourselves. Um, and yeah, just take it as far as it can go really, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just want to be playing those main stages. It feels like we've got some really good momentum going at the moment, especially with the New Year's gig at Ducks and I just, and with Kekora and O'Kane's, like just that summer kind of energy and I just hope that that can continue on throughout the year. Totally. Because I know there's a real need for music over the summer party months but then it, it does tend to how calm have down. You, how have you fared during the, the cold and dark <laughs> times? Do the crowds change from summer to winter? Uh, I just think, I think summer brings more people out just in general, you know. Um, I mean, but I'm guilty of staying in more winter yeah. time, you know, like. I going to say, emo- emotionally, I think there is a big change in people, um, especially here in Christchurch over the winter. People do tend to stay in or be sick or mentally ill um, over the winter. So yeah. it, it is hard. And I, I personally find it hard to breathe life and energy into yeah. my music. Yeah. It's mm. not so, you know, you don't want to just jump around with a big heavy object strapped on your chest <laughs> when you've got a chest cold. <laughs> like it's no, yeah, it's not good. Maybe, <laughs> maybe 2020 more internet gigs in the mm. uh, in the winter. You never know. Definitely something that we're actually going to be doing here at the studio is yeah. we're, we're looking at doing some um, sort of live to ear s- stuff. Yeah. 
That sounds so, really, really cool. Yeah, so that will be definitely something we'll be hitting in the wintertime. Well, I will be at the O'Kane's Bay Festival, so I'm super excited uh, to, to hear you guys play. Awesome. Um, uh, we're at the end of the show, and normally I ask uh, or say one song for for luck. It's been kind of Nate heavy, uh, at least. So I'll go to Jenny. Anything uh, you <laughs> want to, uh, to to bring out to, to spin out the rest of the band? Um, maybe something sort of, sort of sax-ish. Maybe I've been having a bit of a thought as this um, mm. interview's been going on, and uh, it's yeah, just is the gimmicky one. I'd like to end it on uh, the Sonics, Jenny Jenny. Yes, nice. Why is that song special to you? It's apart from the fact I got my name in it. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you ask for? Hey, thank you so much for being on the show, guys. No worries. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here today. My guests were Nate and Jenny from Dusty Hustle. Head along to gardenersound.nz right now, click on their picture on the front page and you can find out more about what they're up to and hear a bespoke Spotify playlist of all the songs and artists we talked about today. 
Just a quick reminder about the O'Kane's Bay Music Fest. Tickets for this awesome event featuring Dusty Hustle. It's happening January 25th. You can get those tickets at dashtickets.co.nz or by clicking the banner at gardenofsound.nz. And please do check out Garden of Sound sponsor, The Nephilist. It's one of New Zealand's only online alcohol-free bottle stores. You can get your fill at thenephilist.com. That's N-E-P-H-A-L-I-S-T.com. It's Garden of Sound for another week. I'd love to have you back next Friday. In the meantime, keep well, keep listening, keep playing. Hi, Dada.